This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to The Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and I am with the Brian Bradley. Brian Bradley, what's up, buddy? Buddy, how are you? I love that the Brian Bradley. You know, there's two ways like I, I want to spell my name and some people misspell it. They put the A before the I and I send it back. I just send back a thank you. They're like, for what? And I'm like, I've always wanted my name spelled that way, but you'll learn by the end of this podcast, it really doesn't pertain to who I am. Um, <laughs> but the Brian Bradley is, uh, yeah, that's my Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, because I'm not that narcissistic. I'm not that narcissistic. The uh, <laughs> I am on social media, which means I am partially right. so narcissistic, but it's because the Tampa Bay lightning hockey player, he owned Brian Bradley and he wouldn't sell it to me. So I had to go with the, the, so do you see Ohio state? I think they just, uh, put a little deal on that word. The Ohio yeah, state they, university. They, yeah. They trademarked it to the Ohio state university. The question is, can the university of Miami use it? Can, you know, the uh, Eastern Illinois university where I went or mine, you know, I won't even mention where mine was. So it's a, uh, that's funny. Well, Hey man, it was, I was on a trip recently and in Tahoe and my buddy, Chad Coates, uh, started talking about this, the Agassi method. And, and I was like, man, I've never heard of this. And he literally, we, we talked about it for like the next 10 or 15 minutes on a, on a way to, to go hiking in Tahoe in the mountains. And, and it was amazing. I, I went to your website, he was talking about it. He uh, also hired a therapist that works in your Del Mar office, which is in San Diego, for those not in the area. Uh, Taylor O'Rourke worked with her. And, and here's a guy, man, that is just raving about this. And I sent you a message you know, last week, and now here we are, and you're fired up to talk about the Agassi method. So before we dive into all that, maybe just give us a little bit of lay of the land on what's made you the man you are today and what's gotten you to where you're at. Well, behind me on my TV, you'll see these little white cards, one right there. And one over there. Yep. Those are the funeral cards from my parents. Ah. So they both died the year before COVID. Thank God, because they didn't have to deal with COVID. My dad had dementia. Remind me to tell you the story about him in physical therapy uh, in the leg, you know, uh, progressive leg pressure pads. And I'll tell you about that. Um, but, you know, to be honest, it's, it's uh, your past can a lot of times dictate who you are. Yep. Now that can either work for you or that can work to you you know, against you. So, you know, the great Tony Robbins would always use that. And I'm sure he pulled it from somebody like a Jim Rohn or somebody where he says, is your life working for you or is your life working to you? And, you know, my life works absolutely for me. You're looking at the most selfish human on the planet. I do not invite drama in. Drama tries to get in. And that even goes for people in chronic pain, the drama of having an injury. Um, I was blessed enough 30 years ago, 30 plus this year, to run into a gentleman named Pete Agoscu, 
who fixed himself coming out of the Vietnam War. Um, he realized that the human body had the capability. You know how your God or your universe provides things for you. And his was in the jungles of Vietnam. You know, he had a command in front of him and they were walking, walking and somebody puts their fist up. He dropped to the ground. They dropped to the ground. He walks to the front and goes, what do you see? And ahead of them was a young lady who was un raveling herself from all the stuff she had on, put down her basket of whatever, let's call it rice, vegetables, whatever, standing there, squatted down and gave birth. Mm. She wrapped the baby up, umbilical cord still intact, uh, picked up the product and walked back to her village. And at that point he said, he didn't realize it at the time, but he remembered it. That's how resilient the human body really is. It can basically do anything at once. You'll see all the people like a, following a Wim Hof or looking at my Instagram, doing the cold water immersion. Yeah. It's not easy, but it's all psychological. So you can overcome. So when we used to John Lynch, Demetrius DeBose, uh, Tony Baselli, Trent Dilfer, anybody in the NFL back in the day, we'd have these summer camps and I'd always hear Pete, of course, the Navy SEAL and the, and the Marine Corps running through his head. Um, your mind will quit far before your body ever will. And when you keep hearing that mantra, your mind will quit far before your body ever will. So don't give in to the mind. Don't give in to the monkey mind. You've heard people say that kind of stuff. Uh, get out of your head and into your heart. Trust your instinct. Your instinct isn't to, on that puke hill that we have behind our clinic, isn't to ring the bell. Your, your, your instinct is to, man, I really wish I could go on another one. And instead of saying, but I can't, we might want to ask a better question. What would your life be like if you did? <laughs> so I have chronic pain people all the time who we try to talk to. We don't try because Yoda doesn't like try. So we talk to them, just do it and get them to understand that their body is enough. The injury is there for them. It's not to them. So for example, my son plays division one soccer. His whole life he's been training for this. His whole life he wants to go pro. Okay, great. I'll support it any way I can. How I supported it when he was younger, I took him to the playground three to five days a week, two hours at a time, and made him, made him stay for two to three hours at a time while I worked on the bench, you know, doing this or doing talking or phone calls or whatever. Getting him to realize that 360 degree movement at that age developed into a six foot two left footed 4.4 seconds, zero to, you know, 40 yard dash, almost said zero to 60. Um, 40 yard dash athlete that if I had him on a U.S. football team, he'd be very strong in the middle, going across the middle, catching balls. Um, but I cared for his brain too much. So I put him into soccer, which he loved. And I love the, you know, diversity of the sport um, from every race known to man or woman to coaches who have no freaking clue how to talk to a teenage boy. So they have to come over that emotional adversity. Um, coaching him through it. I'm actually writing a book called Moron and it's going to have coach underneath it. Um, it's not true, but I think it's a great name of a book if you want to write one with me. Because these guys, a lot of times, they don't take into account what, for example, that, that soccer player at Stanford who took her own life, the stress that she was under at the D1 level. I'm not blaming the coach only. Um, I am partially because people don't listen real well. They don't see the signs. They're not trained into doing this. They want the best out of that commodity that they're paying for, which is the college athlete. So for us, the college athlete, the high school athlete, the, the adolescent athlete, 
the grandfather, all of them could be in a sport like CrossFit working out together. Pickleball is every age and it's the number one growing sport in the yeah. US right now. Number one in injury, surpassing CrossFit now because everybody loves it. They love the community of it. I love both of them because of the community. But when you take a body that's misaligned like this, this picture over my left shoulder, when you, mis when you misalign that body, that's the perfect blueprint, and you take it to the sport, I don't care what it is, picking up your baby off the couch, getting up off the toilet, um, walking upstairs, soccer, rugby, I don't care what it is, your body has a blueprint for how it should move, and the bad part is that the body finds another way to move to still get you from point A to point B because it's very, very smartly designed, but it's so inefficient or noxious that it leads into chronic symptoms or something more devastating. And people yeah. out there with sciatic pain, femoral nerve pain, uh, uh, thoracic outlet, TMJ symptoms, chronic migraines, they know what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so let's uh, let's dive right into this stuff and we'll talk more about the Agoski method and exactly what it is. But uh, you see me grabbing my shoulder here, my left shoulder. So I've been in pain for a week with it, right? And so what is it that you do? And, and I know it's around exercising and, and, and different kind of, not like going out and lifting weights and all that stuff, but kind of walk us through, you know, and I can be your guinea pig or pick any kind of story you want. Walk us through what you're doing, how you're serving the people and how you're making a difference in their life. Okay, so all of this ties back to Agoscu because I do a bazillion things from a biohacking standpoint, but it's only because I speak at so many different biohackings from you know, the podcast I did with Dave Asprey to all the way to Biohacking Congress, whatever. But at the center of all that is Agoscu. So I can reach out to this thing over my shoulder here, the biocharger, PEMF, pulse electromagnetic field, uh, my cold plunge in the garage, which I'll show you a little bit on here. Uh, the not the infrared sauna, but the regular 165 to 180 degree sauna that I put in. But those are all biohacks. But without the Agoscu portion at the middle as the basis of the foundation, it's like building a house with nothing drilled into the ground. Eventually the wind and rain are gonna blow that thing down. Yep. So look at this guy, 56 year old guy. What do you, tell me what you see there. He's an Ironman triathlete out of Kona. What do you see? I see some shapes on his shoulder, like they're going straight down and his head is bending forward and it looks like maybe his back is arched a little bit based yeah, on what I of, can tell. Well, I actually, I want you to look really close there. He looks like he overdosed on a drug called no acetal. Uh, yep. Get it? Cause he has no ass at all. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to slow that joke down, but here he is 12 minutes later. Wow. How did that happen? Because he did the work. His side view picture. You're saying 12 minutes, not 12 months. 12 minutes, which is why I don't market that picture because it's, it's, it's unsellable. People are like, but thank God he had a tattoo because I can at least say that's the same guy. Yeah. Or for your female customer coming in and talking about this, where are you? Here. She came in with chronic symptoms Check out the one in the gray pants versus the one in the black. Tell me what the difference is. Posture's huge. The leaning over, the, uh, the, the midsection. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff in that picture. Spoken like a true male who did not go, <laughs> who did not go to look how much thinner and in shape she looks. Well, I was trying to come up with the words for that, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You don't want to get a hashtag. So leave it to me. Um, <laughs> 
she couldn't believe it, but all it really was was opening up the floodgates, meaning if somebody was sitting in front of me and she'd say, I'm fat, and I'd go like this, I agree. Mm. And her eyes open up like this, like, what? I didn't ask you to agree. I said, oh, no, there's a difference. You and I spell fat differently. You spell it F-A-T, I spell it P-H-A-T. Because P-H-A-T is part of the lymphatic word. You are lymph system blocked. And when her body moved back to the right skeletal performance level, posture is everything without having to think about it, getting the body to change on it and create its resilience in its own way, organically versus you going, oh, stand up straight. That's not what I'm asking for. I'm asking you to do the exercise, I'll do it for you. The lymph system will respond and that was her going, uh, my back feels amazing, but look at how much better I look, which is really what people have to look at in the mirror every day. I'm in my mid fifties. What are you in your late thirties? Uh, I, I love you. Uh, 44. Okay. I'm not stupid, um, <laughs> but you look in the mirror. We all looked in the mirror this morning and said, well, parts aren't where they used to be. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Well, kill that self judgment and say, what could I do on a daily basis? A small two millimeter shift, a minimal dose of a Goscue that moves me back just like that 58 year old Ironman triathlete who was looking for his, he wanted to get another PR before he quit doing Ironmans. Mm. There's no way he was going to get it with kyphosis and rounding of his upper back and head forward. Not a chance because he was running, biking, swimming. Let's call it biking, swimming, swimming, biking, running with a shoulder that was driving everything. So you mentioned your left shoulder. What did I just tell you? What did the uh, story about, what did I tell you about your left shoulder? I'm leading with that. Correct. We didn't mention anything about your shoulder, but we just taught you that maybe your left shoulder is trying to make up for something at your pelvis that may not be balanced. Mm. So do me a favor, stand up and take your shoes off. Okay. You, you do right. have pants on, right? Like you, okay. I do yeah. have pants on. Which Folks, is he has pants on. We're good. We're in the Zoom world. Okay, but close your eyes and just stand there for a second. And anybody listening to this, as long as you're not driving, actually, even if you're driving, are you sitting balanced? Left cheek versus right cheek, where are you sitting? So with your eyes closed, Brett, where are you located? Left to right, front to back. Are you evenly standing or is one foot carrying more weight than the other? And is, in it, is the weight in one foot in a different place than the other? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm leaning more left, but I feel like there's more weight on my right. Okay, so maybe your torso is slightly rotated or leaning one direction, but your yeah, hip might be. I feel like my left forward. side is, is out more than my right side. Correct. So listen, this is why you know more about your body than anybody else because you live in it every day. Asking that que that question right there is a subjective waiting for the subject's response, but it's given me so much information because maybe your left shoulder is reacting to the overload of the right foot. Where is it in each foot? More weight in the heel? Is one in the heel? The other is in the ball of the foot? Where's that? Yeah, it feels the right one is in the back of the foot and the left one feels like it's in the front of the foot. So imagine you lining up for a putt and your loaded right heel, left ball of the foot, you may be pushing all your putts to the right. And I don't even know how, I don't even know if you play golf. You're damn right. I, I do. And I've got a big, big golf match on Saturday and I pushed all my putts right. So what could you do without, I'm going to give you some exercises, of course, for everybody, but what could you change right now in golf 
if you know your weights in the heel of your right foot and the ball of your left foot, I would say to you, put your big toe into the ground on the right foot. Okay. That instantly changes the weight from the heel to the ball of the foot. Yeah. And now you can close over the ball a little further instead of pushing it to the right. Well, that, that's a big help. I only ask for 10% of the gross. Okay. Well, as an amateur, it'll be a lot. <laughs> exactly. I don't want the tax implications anyway. Okay. Okay. We'll get through that. So whether you play golf or whether you play rugby or whether you're doing CrossFit or whether you're doing jazzercise, pickleball, ping pong, I don't care what it is. We give you the most efficient way to function by you understanding through the education that we offer so that somebody can say, wait a second, Brian just said my chronic shoulder pain is here serving me versus working against me. God, I need a massage. No, when I get a massage, it's because I want a massage, not need a massage. There's a massive difference between the two. Absolutely right. So how do we fix that, right? So, I mean, uh, everything you just did in the, in the one and a half minutes it took you to diagnose why I'm missing my putts, right? Because this just comes out of nowhere. So being in Tahoe last week, I golfed, I was, I was hiking. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I just started having this pretty, you know, immense pain from here into my lower upper back into my bicep. You know, like, so, I mean, now, obviously, maybe I, I, I pulled a muscle. I have no idea. But Or it's nerve pain coming from your neck. Yeah. So maybe, and it doesn't bother me which one it is. I, I honestly, for the listeners, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a bad word here. I really don't give a poop. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because I learned from Peter Goscu 30-some years ago that the symptom is an opportunity. My son with the broken foot. He's four months out now. We're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He's getting back into training twice this weekend. You've never seen a human male cry as hard as he did during the game when he broke it because he was having the game of his life. Mm. D1, starting position, blah, 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 blah. I'm finally there. Boom. He takes a step, pushes off, and he hears crack. And he goes, wow, I just broke my spike. And he took one more step, and he goes, that's not my soul plate that yeah. I broke. In his mind, it was his soul that he broke because he worked so hard to get where he was. So he's looking at me, and he's like, why are you smiling? This was later, of course, when I knew it was okay to do it without getting punched by your 20-year-old. <laughs> um, I said, I'm so happy you broke your foot. It's like, what do you mean? I said, there are points in life where you need to learn the hard way. And this is that moment right now. This will set you up for the next seven to 10 years when you're playing D1 at a further level and then eventually playing at a pro level. So if that's what you decide to do. Um, I couldn't care if he was a clarinet player. He's yeah. going to be the most functional clarinet player on the market. So that's the unfortunate thing about you know having me as a father. But the reason I was happy about it is that I went to what an opportunity to get functional. So I found a physical therapist who I knew worked from a whole body functional level because he's not going to listen to me because I'm a moron. I'm his dad. Right. Right. Even though we have the top, 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 top players around the world coming to see us. I think he may only start listening to me when I actually get Ronaldo to work with us, which will, which is coming soon. It's coming soon. Dang. Um, but from the standpoint of changing your mind, now it's, I took him to another guy, a chiropractor in Arizona named uh, Sean Drake over at Athlete Chiropractic. Unbelievable stuff that he uses with pulse, with the uh, shockwave treatments, with DC current, with manipulation, with dry needling. It's all different than what I do. Remember that circle in the middle is a Goscu? And yep. then outside of that is dry needling this, 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 this. So what I do is 
you do this in the center, and then I'll give you the best treatment somewhere outside. PEMF, cold water therapy, sauna, all that stuff. But it's what you can do at home. So that's what I wanted these guys to really reinforce. And they helped switch his psychology to, oh, I'll be ready. Here, was, here were his words. I'm feeling dangerous. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Because that's where we needed to go from I'm broken the to- The bottom to the top. Let's go. And sometimes you need some mentors around you different than the people you live with. You know, so I may bring them to you, Brett, to go, okay, look, here's what Brett does. Let's say my son's like, yeah, I'd like to have a very successful podcast. You know what? I'm going to have you intern with Brett for a week just to see what he does or listen to it or go see how he does. Give him some people who are the experts at this kind of stuff. And I just happen to be the second best in the world at what we do because Peter Goskew's the best. So when you look at this kind of stuff, I don't say that to be braggadocious. I don't even know if that's a word. My dad taught English. I'm in trouble. I look at it and say, it's with such certainty that when I looked at you and said, his left shoulder's serving him, he looks like he'd play golf. I had no idea. If you do, blah, 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 blah. And you're going, now I understand why I push my putts to the right. And to your listeners, we had no discussion prior to. It was a guesstimate on my end based on what I know golfers act like and look like. Here's the tough part. You actually hiked that entire week or weekend in Tahoe and your left shoulder and neck drove the hike. Yes. Rather than your ankle dorsi and plantar flexion, inversion, eversion. These are just terms for what your ankle does and your foot does. Well, then your knee has to bend and extend. Okay. Then your hip has to flex and extend, but your hips not flexing and extending. So your shoulder takes over and does that. So here's a, and that's exactly what, it, what you just did there. Like leaning, like that's what it feels like. Like when I lean forward like that and put some stress on it, it actually feels better than when I'm just sitting here calmly with good posture. It actually hurts down my arm right here. Well, because you're sitting on, you're not rooted at the chair. Your hips are so far out of position. So do me a favor, just relax and feel that shoulder again while you're sitting there. Okay. Feel it? Yep. Don't move your shoulders, but roll your pelvis so you get taller, you're an anterior tilt. So you're off your tailbone and you're onto those sit bones underneath your hips. Now, instantly what changed about your shoulder? Less pressure. This isn't rocket science, right? Right. I mean, I was just dumb enough. No, I'm even take it further. Pete Agoski was just dumb enough with a political science degree, Marine Corps major combat veteran to go, you know what? It's not up to the doctors to do this. It's up to me to help them and figure it out. And I luckily ran into him coming out of university, heading back to school for another degree because I wasn't enough until I found out what the true secret was. Here's McGregor. That's him in the Khabib fight in the blue and the black shorts. How's he supposed to breathe when he's stuck like that? Yeah, you can't. So I got him 12 days before the green fight, which is cowboy. That's the posture change. And he won in 44 seconds. Very smart athlete, very smart. He basically said, I totally understand what you're saying. My hip drives my foot, my foot drives back up and boom, here comes the punch. Whereas before that I said, where's the power come from? And he's like, it comes from my arm, mate. You don't want to get hit. You know, I'm doing a horrible. Um, But I'm like, no, this is the delivery of the tip of the whip. What's snapping the whip at the base and nothing was snapping the whip at the base. Hmm. But Khabib 
snapped the whip at the base because it was like the Rocky IV movie. He trained in the snow and the trees and wrestled bears. Connor trained on a bike. Yeah, my silence of just of just trying to understand it all, letting it all process. So, 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 what do you do? Like, how do you help Conor McGregor in that deal? I mean, the picture was dramatic. For those that can't see it, go to YouTube, check it out. Um, so, so, what what are you what are you working on, or what can we be working on? What can I be working on for the shoulder? Pick your pick your deal. What, what are we doing at home? So, why don't we get you up and run you through a couple exercises? Let's do it. And you can be the model. Like, I'll, you be the Vanna White. I'll be the other guy. Jack, right. say Jack, whatever it is. Okay, and shout out to Vanna White. It's amazing. Okay, so back up a little bit. Find what you call a comfortable stance. Let's take everybody. Get home. Get on YouTube. Go to his page. Check this out. Trust me when I tell you it's well worth it to run through these couple exercises. It's an absolute game changer. So, shoes are off. If you want, you can stand in front of a mirror and look in the mirror and see if your shoulders are level, see if your feet are straight. Look at this picture over my left shoulder. That's how it should look. Okay. So Brett, with your eyes closed, we knew your weight was in your heel, heavier on the right, ball of the foot on the left, but it feels like your torso's twisted or crooked or something. Yes. Okay, so turn your feet perfectly straight and then take them five degrees pigeon-toed, like literally five degrees in and get them, that's probably too much. I can already tell by your knees, you may have gone too much. Put your fist between your big toes, that's how wide your feet should be apart. So I brought you closer, because we're gonna strengthen you with your feet this wide, so when you get into the golf stance, bro, you're gonna kill the ball, because if you're strong here, you're massively strong out here. So now, take your hands and put them in this position. So here's a fist, open it up so your fingernails and palms could touch, your thumbs are like in a hitchhike position. Put that against your temples like this. Shoulders down away from your ears. And close your elbows together. Now your dress shirt might be tough on this. You're almost like Tommy Boy. Fat guy in a little coat. Okay, here we go. Close them together. Come on, touch those elbows. And open them all the way back. Yeah, there's a good one. Give me about 15 of those, keep going. For those of you that are just watching or you wanna hear why, um, or you're looking at the screen, there's a muscle right here called the psoas muscle, this long red piece. I'll show you another one. This long black piece right here. That muscle attaches to the inside of the leg end of the spine and we call it the circuit breaker. We're now turning on the circuit breaker but the work is at the shoulders. That's why we have your feet five degrees turned in. So this is exactly what Taylor would have done with your buddy to watch him do some therapy at his house, which is cool because you don't have to have a clinic there. How many is that? I don't know yet. That's probably okay, so more than 15. That's all right. We can start over if you lose count again. Just from now, put your hands in that same position. Shoulders down, hands are stiff. Now pull your shoulder blades together, but watch me first. You're gonna slide your shoulder blades back and down. You're not gonna lift your rib cage and lean back. Okay. So just hold it there, tension between your shoulder blades. Bring your arms straight out like this. Check your foot position if you moved. Oh, so like you got a cramp right there, that's all right. 
Hey, welcome to almost 50, brother. Okay, so now shoulders down and back, and now circle your arms forward, up and forward 40 times. Don't let them come into your periphery. Like, look at me. Don't let your eyes see your hands. So get okay. those hands back. Okay, yeah. Big difference. Do not lose count. You're on about 10. Just these two exercises can be done on hole number six, hole number 12, and hole number 17. And your golf game, I promise you, is different on Saturday. Okay, now, shoulders down, same position. Bring your arms up. Those hands are in that stiff position. Shoulders pinned together, down and back. And now go palms up. Thumbs back, keep that hand locked out, and now circle up and back 40 times. And you can see on the video that he's circling around like a, a dessert plate, maybe like a beautiful, perfectly done strawberry shortcake or peach cobbler. Oh, God, he's so good. It is summer. It is summer. All the while, your feet are straight, Brett. You notice we haven't changed your foot position because the perturbance upstairs is now going to change the route you're sitting on. So now turn your feet back to where you want them. Close your eyes. What's changed about your body weight left to right, front to back? I feel like my body weight is more on the right front of my foot and my left foot feels very balanced. So have a seat in the chair that's built by the lowest bidder. Come over to the, the microphone. Now just sit there for a second, get comfortable. Don't try to sit up straight, just relax. And what's the difference to your shoulder? Crazy different, like I can feel, I don't feel the pain that I felt earlier. It's so been there for a week. Correct. Go after the cause versus the symptom. So do I give a poop about your pain? Yes, because it's part of your history. It's part of your story, but it's time to write a new chapter, Brett. I mean, I feel stronger too. Like the upper body feels stronger after doing that. You're actually better looking. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't, I know your listeners can't believe it. They didn't think it was possible, but right. it actually happened. So think about it from the standpoint of, that's why I have stupid humor because all it is is a, an opportunity for me to talk if you hurt. <laughs> if you hurt, let's have a talk. So what did we do there that like to make that, and I, this almost sounds like it's bullshit, just to be quite frankly, right? That, that I I've it. had this pain for a week <laughs> and now I've been complaining. My wife's probably tired of hearing about it. I literally said to a guy, Jason down the hall a little bit ago, man, I need to find a massage like by tomorrow so I can be ready. Our club championship is Saturday. You said those words. It feels like, you know, like this is almost made up that we're doing this and we're not. And it's just crazy to me that I literally have no pain in my shoulder. So what did we just do right there that made that go away that quickly? Well, how long do you think it's going to last? It's a great question. I actually thought about that probably an hour to two hours. So did it work or didn't it? It worked. Which means then you might have to do them again. Right. Until your body gets strong enough to reposition you back to this blueprint as close as possible. So... so Go ahead. So this is the pain-free book. This is the second version. The first version's back here. 
sold about 4 million copies, number one on Amazon, all that stuff. This pain-free book is an absolute game changer as it relates to understanding what's wrong and what the philosophy is. Your body is so perfectly designed that, yes, we're gonna have injuries. I just drove to Arizona to get my son some treatment over there by my friend, six hours in the car and I drive a nice car. Yeah. But my ass hurt. I got about an hour from home, I got a shooter into my right hamstring and my right glute and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I'm going like this. <laughs> oh my God. My son's like, what are you doing? All I do okay. for a living and I got to deal with this crap. Correct. Like, so I laugh about it. I'm like, okay. It's almost like you're, you're it's time to listen to your body at that point. Cause I went a couple days without doing much, played some pickleball, did some other stupid things. Got home, did my stuff, got in my exercises, did my other stuff that I biohack with. Come on. I'm 110% the next day. So what if I had told you it was my right knee or my right arm and not my left shoulder? Would we have done the same stuff? Uh, if your right knee was hurting, we may have done some sitting stuff. Like if it was really bad, like OA and you were heading in for surgery in two months, I would say my goal is to cancel your surgery. But my mm. other goal is to prep you for surgery, train you for the sport of surgery so you can let your doctor do his or her job without doing with all dealing with all the BS of your body being so mucked up. Let's get it to as close as possible and then let those great practitioners do their jobs. Yeah, it, it literally, it's mind blowing. I mean, I did three basic exercises, right? The, the this deal, the forward and the backward, and, and it's, it's literally gone. I'm, I'm, my mind is blown podcast over mic drop, whatever you want to call it. Well, now we got to relate this to, remember, you have listeners out there that are just saying the same thing you are. Yeah, yeah, I know it worked for Brett, but I'm special. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm different, not judging right? that. That's what they'll say. Yeah, I'm not judging that. That's Everybody has their own identity to their pain. My answer is this, bring it on. Let's just see if it's something simple. Hmm. Now listen, I had a good friend of mine whose dad died of uh, asbestos-caused lung cancer. Yep. Mesothelioma or whatever that is. Yep. I know just enough to be dangerous about that, but uh, we were golfing and he's coughing. <coughs> and I'm like, Sydney, listen, doesn't sound right. You either have pneumonia or something else. And they went in and they found tumor, 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 tumor. I get it. Make sure it's not something super serious. Yeah, right. But in Arnold Schwarzenegger's talk, if it's not a tumor, then... <laughs> Let's just think it might be something simple. Maybe it's the misalignment. Maybe it's the broken fibula that I had on my left leg when somebody slid into me in ninth grade baseball, which led me to squatting and getting a hernia on my left inguinal canal, which led me to my mountain biking downhill, which is my ACL reconstruction, which led me to my labral tear, which led me to my dislocated shoulder, like all of this shit that I did. Yeah but I'm not kidding. I'm 10 years older than you. And I promise you I'm 10 times the athlete. Yeah. But not because I'm bigger, faster, stronger. I promise you I'm the fatter out of the two of us. <laughs> right. I love Italian food. Unbelievable. <laughs> like Stromboli is amazing, but I will tell you, I actually put, okay. So here's a, here's a link that I put on my Instagram. Uh, I, I, 
put this post up. So that's Yeah, me. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. So it's pointing to the deltoid at the bottom, the pec minor, not the pec minor, but the pec clavicle head at the middle, and then the big trap muscle. Why did I post that? Because I'm lifting a 40 pound, I'm lifting a 40 pound iceberg that my cold plunge made. And my bicep is doing the lifting. But if your shoulder's in the right place, here comes his friends to help him out. So yeah. that's why I said, you'll never work alone. And then I said, you'll never walk alone because that's Liverpool soccer. So you can see why I tagged them on there. So <laughs> I don't want them to think I was trying to steal their trademark. Um, so the shoulder never works alone unless the shoulder's allowed to sit forward. Then the big deltoid goes, I'm going to sleep. The trap's going to take over. And then the supraspinatus does all the lifting and boom, there goes your rotator cuff. Meanwhile, it was the, it was the macro gross position of your shoulder. So when we're sitting here now, whether I'm sitting in the chair, I'm sitting in the car, I need to probably have my shoulders rolled back more. Is that, I mean, cause I can't tell exactly how you're sitting or do you worry about that when we're sitting there? Literally I'm sitting like this. Okay. You're kind of hunched forward a little bit. Yeah. Look at the video yeah. guys. I'm sitting like the way my mom would come up and smack me in the back of the head. Yeah. Posture up. not yep. a violent person. She was Italian. That's just how they <laughs> speak to you. Okay. But thinking about it, no, I don't want to go see. I went and watched uh, Top Gun Maverick for the second time, which, by the way, if you didn't watch it for a second time. I haven't seen it. I want to see it badly. It's so better. It's better the second time. Um, we sat in the movie theater, and I reclined my leg, put the other one up there. Put me, I, you can't sit in a movie and watch something like Braveheart four hours long and think Brian said shoulder blades together. Yeah. Let's train for the sport of movie watching. Let's train for the sport of sitting. Let's train for the sport of sleeping. Imagine how many people can't sleep because their body never lets go. I can't stress this enough. And I know that if you don't have a migraine listening to my voice by now, it will happen if you rewind it long enough, but it's, I, I, can't, I can't talk enough about this. And it's been 30 years with this message and I'm not tired. Like this is so much fun. When you said to me, hey, my friend sent me over. Do you wanna do my podcast? I'm like, yep, didn't even read the rest. Right. Then I read it afterward because it respectfully after you, you took the time to write it out, but I'm going, yeah. Cause during COVID I said yes to everything. Yep. I'm like, let's do it. Let's get this. This is a perfect time for people to be sitting around doing nothing. And we're going to give them some content to think about. So how many times a day do I do that? I mean, so I, I mean, as soon as you feel the pain. And so basically as I strengthen whatever I'm strengthening, and then the pain starts to go away. I'm assuming like anything, when it works, you kind of die off a little bit, but try to get that habit of doing those three exercises. Are you in your office or your house? My office. Do you have anybody around who wouldn't mind coming in and doing something? Not exercise wise, but I need an assistant to come in and smack you around a little bit. Sure, hang on, let me see. All right, folks, you're gonna wanna stay around and see this. This is gonna be awesome. Let's hopefully, hopefully he finds a petite female to walk in because I'm gonna have her. She'll be like, I don't wanna hit him too hard. Well, watch what happens. Cause once we can get him down to a hip driven athlete, right now he's so shoulder driven, it'll be a massive difference. We're debating on who gets to smack me around. I prefer female. Yes, female. Yes, he's Robin, come on in. I've had shoulder pain for a week and this guy fixed it in about five minutes. Three okay, minutes. So right. What's your name, ma'am? Robin. Robin, do you mind switching to the other side of him? Okay, over here. Yeah, so Brett, I, what I want you to do, so you're gonna turn and face his shoulder. This way. Yep, Brett, what you're gonna do is kind of just sit like I was, sit relaxed. Okay. And don't fight this, because she's not gonna smack you, I was kidding. But Robin, <laughs> what you're gonna do is, is it Rhonda or Robin? Robin. Robin. 
okay, Robin, you're going to take your hand on his shoulder and just push him. And notice how easy it is for you to push him that way. Yeah. Don't be afraid. He, does, he doesn't feel pain. Hey, we've worked together for a long time, Brian, so this, this could turn bad. Yeah, she's like this. Remember last Christmas? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so now get your feet pointed straight ahead. Okay. Roll your pelvis forward to put the arch in your back. And I mean really crank up. So Robin, you no, look at me, look at me, look at me. I didn't say pull your shoulders and do this. Remember, let your shoulders relax. Roll your pelvis off the tailbone and hold that. Bring your okay. knees in a little bit so they're not flaring out. And now take your shoulders and drop them and pull them back hard. Hold that, hold that and hold your pelvis where it is. That's all you're gonna do. You're not gonna brace in any other way. You ready, Robin? Yeah. I want you to like five times the hit. You're not gonna hurt him. Chairs on wheels. <laughs> yes, chairs on wheels. That That's really okay. Hurt. What is the difference right away, Robin, that you felt? There's resistance. I mean not he's, but I can't. he's heavier. You can't push him over. Yeah. So imagine being the NFL athlete who can train their body this way so that when they get smacked, their head doesn't do this whiplash and create CTE long-term. <laughs> this, I need everybody to hear me out. I promise you we can stop CTE tomorrow. That's a huge statement because the people think that the brain is swelling when I truly believe that the fluid that's being pumped around the brain is not able to drain because the spine is so compromised that that cerebral spinal fluid goes up. It's like having hair in a clogged bathtub and you keep filling it up with water and expecting no drainage to happen. It's gonna overflow and ruin the house. So what they're doing is they're, it's pumping up but it can't leave so it's pressurizing the brain downward. So what you just did is you just anecdotally proved that she smacked you, perturbed you in the upstairs while the downstairs was stable and rooted to the chair. That stopped you from whipping the head like this because it was so stable at the base, your whole spine went together. <clears throat> this, this is why someone like John Lynch doesn't have CTE symptoms. Number 10 hitter in the NFL of all time. Because Does he practices the same method? Oh, since high school, we've been working with him. Yeah. Yeah. And what he's wow. doing at the 49ers, he's going to change the NFL. I promise you that. That's amazing. So if you got a buddy that's an NFL, former NFL player right now that uh, maybe has some problems, what, what exercise are you doing for that guy? Uh, you're getting him over to see me. Okay. Yeah, I got to see him. I can't say, well, you're going to do this. Like, we got to see where their postural dysfunction is. And if they need someone to talk to, like, look, they... If they know Justin, talk, talk to him. If they know John Lynch or, you know, Tony Baselli, Dilfer, uh, Steve Stenstrom. I mean, I, there's a bazillion of them. Gil Bird, all these guys who don't have these major problems because they spent so much time doing things like this. So check this out. Uh, Is Robin done? Robin, thank you so much. Thanks, Robin. 20 million, 30 million, $100 million athletes doing this. Come to daddy. Where are you? Okay. I won't tell you where this is, but I'll let you. So that's outside of a stadium. Okay. 
So look what they're doing. They're playing like they're playing like kids. See those two guys walking up there? Yep. Just doing bear this crawls. Is, this is the gross playground stuff that I did with my kid growing up. And now we have the adult version called the patch and we're getting ready. I can feel the tipping point coming. This should be in 32 franchises around the NFL. Cause you're just working on again, posture core. I mean, all that stuff to make that thing be right. This does not translate to the field. If the body is out of this position, this translate directly to the field when John Allred, John Lynch, and those guys got themselves back in this position and then bench pressed and then went to the field. The weight training worked for them. When those you look guys, at John Lynch now, I mean, he still is a stud, right? I mean, the guy looks like he could still suit up and play today. I'm not kidding when I tell you, you should see the workouts he does. It's, it's stupid. And the reason being is because he looks at Peter Goscue and goes, that guy's 76. You got to be kidding me. Look what he's doing. Brian Bradley's 54. I want to be like that. Now he doesn't want to be like my personality because there's only <laughs> one of those, but as it relates to physiologically, the stuff that you're able to do, you should be able to get bigger, faster, stronger with minimal effort. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I mean, I keep asking this question for those watching, listening myself. Well, I mean, th those three exercises and maybe that's just tailored toward me, but this isn't, you're not asking people to go out and do an hour's workout to get this thing. Right. I'm asking him for, uh, Okay, Tony Robbins, and we're working with him for 28, 29 years. I'm going to be with him next week. We're going to do an event, speaking at his event, blah, blah, blah. But every morning he gets up, does three Agoscu exercises, goes out and jumps in the cold plunge. Yeah. But he starts his day with the foundational movement of alignment. I couldn't care if it's this three. and this and this. Uh, well, he does some other ones, you know, whatever yeah. I give him personally, they're made for him. But in general, I'm going to take 50,000 people next week through elbow curls, arm circles, and then I'm going to show you one on here called the greatest abdominal exercise ever, just because I think your fans are going to want to see you go through hell. So I think it's good. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Okay. So stand up for me again. And those of you, I'm telling you, you're going to want to try to do this. Tony Horton did the P90X stuff and he and I were working on some stuff for his stuff. And we were talking one day and I'm like, look, bro, I got to steal this sprint thing that you're doing because in my mind, I'm going, what a way to turn on the hip flexor. Now, meanwhile, you're not going to be doing anything for the hip, but in general, you're doing everything for the hip and the abdominal wall. So get yourself in a sprint position with one foot behind you, one foot in front of you, the back foot's up on the tall like this, like you're going to use that foot to push off, not too high. Like literally you're at, a, you're at the start gate to get ready to go. Yep. Put your hands like this real stiff and your elbow at 90 degrees. And the other one at 90 degrees. Notice how that hand wants to open up behind you like this at the elbow. Keep yeah. it bent at 90. Now, very slowly, just change positions like this. Yep, keep going. So this, folks, that's what you're going to want to do. And when I say go, you ready, Brett? Yep. I turned off my series, so hold on. Here we go. Timer. Ready? Yeah. Go slow, faster, faster, and then full speed. Now go. I said full speed, Brett, <laughs> full speed. There we go. Faster, Brett. You're racing that little nephew that you just can't stand. Everybody has one. Come on. Let's go. 
That's 12 seconds, Brett. Keep going, Brett. Holy crap, I'm out of shape. Nine seconds left. You know what the best part about this is? We have to do the other side yet. Okay, take a break. Switch legs. You ready? Yeah, I'm out of shape. You're not out of shape. This is high intensity, but we've put your shoulders in a position of not being so rounded, so you're out of shape in the new position, but once you strengthen it, it's a game changer. You ready? Trying to think what I had backwards, yep. Set, go as fast as you can go. I'll start the timer when you're going full speed. Here we go. Seventeen. Fifteen. Come on, faster, Brett. Ten. Three, two, one, take a break. Now have a seat. Now just sit there for a second. Remember you had a shoulder injury that was bothering you. How is it right now? No pain. But yeah, we just killed it. But it's because your spinal erectors down to your hip flexor, your glute, all that's now anchoring a better shoulder position, which is why when we had Robin in the room, she could push you and you were like this. But when you sat up at the hip and locked it in with the erector and shoulder blade, you were like hitting a tree that's well-rooted during a hurricane. It's yep. not going anywhere. So the goal with everybody on here would be to create a hip-driven athlete once again. And what I mean by athlete is everybody here has an athlete inside of them. Yep. 75, you're an athlete. You're just at your level. So I can't stress enough. Go get the pain-free book at painfree.com. Um, let me show you my Instagram. And the other Instagram guy, by the way, here's Agoscu up here at the top. That's how you spell it. E-G-O-S-C-U-E. Um, I'll show you this backpack, one that I posted. This is about like wearing a backpack in the wrong place. So it's under the Brian Bradley on Instagram and Facebook. There's also Igoscu method on Instagram and Facebook. I answer all my DMS personally. So I expect to hear from everybody. I love it. But look at that. That's a girl that I caught at a biohacking conference talking about chronic pain and her backpack is so low that it's creating the forward hang of her head. So could we correct her backpack? Yes, but could we correct her frame that carries the backpack? That's even more important. Crazy. So real quick, um, how do we, what do you like about the sauna versus the infrared sauna? I like the, well, all studies are mainly for the, the Finnish saunas, you know, out of Finland and stuff like that. The, um, they've been doing it for so long. It's the high heat has been studied to have different effects than the, than the uh, infrared. Infrared goes to about 140. This, the one normally is 165 to 180. And you like that even more than the, just the infrared. I mean, I sat in an infrared one time, my wife and I went to a spa in St. Louis. I mean, I felt like a different person when I came out of there. Yeah, 
they're, listen, they're, I don't think the studies are out high. I don't think enough studies came out yet about the infrared saunas yet. Um, I think that's why, like, I'm going with the high heat, which will still, at a, at a more intense level, give you the same effect. But the infrared might give you a better effect for a shorter amount of time or whatever. But I can tell you that that Morozco that I'm sitting in, the Morozco Forge cold plunge, and the biocharger here for PEMF, and the Normatex for my legs and all that stuff, I'm doing everything I can to keep a Ferrari on the racetrack, and the Ferrari should have been retired a long time ago. So you do those. I see that golfers do those all the time after a long day, right? They put them in the bag. They do whatever those things do. They're amazing. That's an amazing. You know what it's like? I get a massage every day that I need it. Huh. It massages from the, from the toes up to the hip. And, you know, look, I, again, to your listeners, if anybody's interested and they say, oh, I'd like to do some therapy with you, get a hold of me. If you're talking about, I want more questions about cold water immersion and which tub should I get? I know. Uh, which PEMF device? I know. Should I get the Normatex? I know. And I know the salespeople for all of them. Yeah, I need all those links. I'll have to holler at you on Instagram for that. You know what that I tell thing people, to your, I guess to be your right, what, what is that thing you keep talking about? Uh, this is a pulse electromagnetic field uh, creator. Sorry, I have another meeting coming up here at 2 o'clock. Right, we'll um, I have a uh, Instagram. It's on there. It's a, I posted this last night. If I can find it. Okay, I yep. saw that post. I'll just look at that. So you see that light bulb that I'm holding? Yep. That's a freestanding light bulb. Hmm. It's not plugged in, but the PEMF field is creating energy through me, hyper accelerating my cells that I'm lighting up the light bulb. And when you start wow. reading about when you start reading about PEMF, it's it's like plugging your iPhone into a supercharger. And you're doing that to your human body. Human body. So what I tell I told this to an NFL guy this morning because he's like, tell me about the cold plunge. Tell me about this, this, this. I said. You need to set aside $50,000 or you can die and leave that 50 grand to your kids. <laughs> and he starts laughing. He's like, no, they're getting enough. I said, then become a little selfish. Put this in, put this in, put this in, put this in, put this in. And I gave him five things to do. And he's like, I'm seriously thinking about turning a whole garage into that. I said, it's better than you putting a squat rack in because what the hell do you need that for anymore? You're not yeah. even playing anymore. <laughs> so I buy one of those. What's that bad boy cost me over there? $10 a day financed. Yeah, okay, so not much. Oh, I didn't tell you how long financed. Um, <laughs> exactly, but it's about years. Three, yeah, it's about 300 a month and you know, th that's about 16,000. The cold plunge is about 9,000. The spa, the, the infrared or the regular saunas or anywhere, good ones, five to 9,000, maybe 12,000. So yeah. I looked at all this stuff and I was like, I already have the Vanguard's fund for my kid. He can have the money from the house. Okay, I get all that. But I want to spend some money on myself and yeah. my other. Well, you want to be there with him while he's enjoying it. Yeah. Well, listen, man, I know you've got another meeting. We could go on and on and on. This has been phenomenal. This is, uh, I've never had to work so hard. You know, this felt great. You, you cured my shoulder. And uh, I'm going to be contacting you after this to connect more. Buy the book, pain-free at uh, painfree.com. We'll send people your way in the show notes, man. Really appreciate your time, Brian. It's been phenomenal having you. When will you post this? Uh, it'll be uh, not this Monday coming up, but next Monday. So the 19th. Yeah. What if I created a URL 
with, okay, agoski.com slash, what's your podcast called again? The Circuit of Success. Um, igoski.com slash circuit or slash success. What do you want? Success. Okay, so we'll go slash success. And then I'll put some things in there to give people some links to go look at some stuff and more information they can opt in so we're not bothering them. We'll just do that. Beautiful. You're the man. Appreciate you. And again, we'll put all this in the show notes. We'll get that link from you. And uh, you have an awesome day, my man. All right, brother. Enjoy. I'll catch up to you later. All right. See ya. See ya. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.